This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is Dukes and Bell. We are dissecting where our Falcons are going. What? kind of team is this going to look like week one and beyond uh more on that coming up and uh, the braves as well but right now we say good afternoon to jason longshore on the way hotline he is the analyst for our atlanta united squad and mike we come up short um and and you know i thought gonzalo pineda taking the blame saying it was his fault uh, it's what coaches do i didn't necessarily feel that way let's ask jason longshore what he thought and what did you make of the manager taking blame for the l on saturday it's exactly like you just said. It's what coaches do. It's a way to, I think, deflect a little bit from a performance that it was just lacking. You know, it's been a good run of games for Atlanta United, and they didn't really have it in the final third on Saturday, especially early. The first 30 minutes, I thought Atlanta had control of the match. They had some chances that they created. They didn't make the most of what they had. And Nashville grew into the match. Look, I think one thing that we've learned from this match is Nashville is one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Nationally, they don't get enough credit. They should get more credit. This is a really strong defensive team, but also a team that can get forward, and they've added some tactical variations here that we're starting to see. Nashville's very good, and to beat them, you have to be on your best. And Atlanta just was not on Saturday. Yeah, to watch it, Jason, and to see how they kind of, I mean, best way to describe it from where I was sitting, like sometimes they would be out there with pressure. It was like an accordion, you know, on defense, kind of going with the flow. And I will say this, uh, Araujo, get that name right, uh, is a tremendous talent. You can see the moves. He put a move, Carl, where he spun out of like two defenders. The crowd went bananas. And it was like, oh, one of those like wow moments. But what about the shot where he, uh, he misses the goal? Should he have passed it to Joseph? All the soccer heads in my section are like, Joseph maybe scores if he just dribbles in and, and kicks it out to Joseph. Yeah, those are the things that are hard right now, Mike, because you've got him in for just a handful of games. He's still figuring out what Joseph wants, where Joseph is going to be, what his movement is like off the ball. Same with Barco, same with Moreno. They're all still learning one another. And it's been pretty good up to this point. But this was a game where you see they don't really have that many minutes together. You know, it's easy to say that when a goal doesn't happen, like, oh, it should have done something different. Right. It's not that easy in the moment to make that, especially when you're Luis Araujo, when you're trying to have your big moment in an Atlanta shirt. And he was playing really well. I think, you know, the explosiveness from him, first couple steps, he can blow past people. He's so quick with his feet. He wants that big moment, maybe forced it a little bit, but I thought he had a really strong match, his best so far, and there's a lot more to come. He had what? Aruju had what, five shots Saturday? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we only had, you know, what, 10 total? So, I mean, I, I agree with you on that as far as 
him being in position and, and trying to take some chances. It's Jason Longshore here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Jason, let's talk about the guys we're going to be without because now we get a little break. But no Miles Robinson, no George Bello, Joseph. Uh, how does that affect training? Well, first you're going to have a few days off, and Gonzalo Pineda talked about that. You know, They went through a really busy week the week before with three games in seven days, and it kind of adds up, maybe created a little bit of the sluggishness that, that we saw on Saturday. They're going to get some time off, so that's going to start this little gap of, of time. The period where these guys are going to be away, it is a little unfortunate for Gonzalo Pineda because he'd like to be able to work with Miles Robinson and get to know him a little bit more. Bello, Joseph, obviously, is as the, the pivot for that attack to revolve around. Pineda's going to have to find other ways to still build continuity, still build some chemistry with this group, but not have those players. The, the question for me is going to be when we get to next week and you start looking ahead to Orlando, the great unknown is going to be, especially on Robinson and Bello, are they going to play in the match in Honduras next Wednesday? If they don't play, you will have to deal with, with some travel fatigue. Right. But if they play on Sunday and they don't play on Wednesday, they could be available on Friday. We just don't know. And with Greg Berhalter in charge of the U.S. men's national team, you know, Miles Robinson is, is – forcing his way into a starting spot yep. with the number one U.S. men's national team, the A-team. But is he going to get those opportunities in this window? Is Bello going to get time? They could be available for that game, but in training, yeah, it is going to hurt a little bit, and Pineda will have to be creative in trying to replicate how the team can play with them but not actually have them there in training. It is our man Jason Longshore. He and Mike County had the call. And as we said, next Friday, Orlando at Mercedes-Benz. That's on the 10th of uh, September. But uh, right now, you're sitting ninth in the standings. Uh, what do you think about the games upcoming down the stretch? I know at some point, Jason, we're going to run out of wiggle room here. But do you st- do you, uh, no, uh, no BS assessment. Is this team going to be able to make the playoffs? Yeah, they should. This is a team that should make the playoffs. And I think the Nashville game is a little bit of cold water to the face that, that you need after a good run where – Atlanta's not there yet. They're very good. Atlanta United is a very talented team. I think Gonzalo Pineda coming in is the right move. I'm excited to see what he can do with this group and continue to build. But there is that need to continue to build. When you look at the schedule, especially the strength of schedule down the stretch, the number of home games left, they should be able to get the points to get into the postseason. Getting into the postseason should be the bare minimum here. Can they get higher in? Can they get a home playoff game? Absolutely, that stuff is on the table for them. But this is the reality check, a game against a top team in the East, I think a team that can win MLS Cup. They're in that group of four to me, alongside New England, alongside Seattle, alongside Sporting Kansas City. I think Nashville can win MLS Cup. Atlanta's not at that level right now, but they should be at a good enough level to make the postseason. I know Mike was talking about uh, Aruju uh, making a pass. What about just our problems in the, in the, in the final third? What do you attribute that to? Why is it continued maybe to be an issue? How do you view that, Jason? Well, the goals have been coming lately, so I wouldn't say there's continued problems in the final third, but right now with that four, a lot of it just comes down to minutes. You know, when the team is flowing, and I think when any team is really flowing and playing quick and it's, it feels like it's instinct taking over, you've got a group of players who've played together a lot together a lot. Right now, Atlanta doesn't have that with Joseph, with Moreno, with Barco, with Luis Araujo. 
they've all still, you know, got to combine more to where Araujo doesn't have to get his head up to figure out where Joseph is or what run he's going to make. He knows, and he can make that almost no-look kind of pass. It's just not there yet in that. But this next week is going to be big, even with the next two weeks. Without Joseph, it's still an opportunity for the three in Barco, Moreno, and Araujo to train together, knock the ball around, start to you know kind of feel out each other's tendencies. Does does Barco want the ball you know ahead of him? Does he like it played to his feet? Araujo's got to figure those things out. They'll get more comfortable with one another, which should lead to more chances and better chances being created. And do uh, you give just credit to Nashville for, I mean, just having a guy's head turned around? Or, I mean, uh, the goal, and of course it's a backbreaker, Jason, because it comes just right before halftime. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually brilliant tactics from Nashville, and it's something that Gary Smith was here in Atlanta with the Atlanta Silverbacks in 2015 with a, a team that was on a, a bargain basement kind of a budget, and I thought he did a really good job getting something out of them then goes to Nashville and USL and does well, and has continued to build. And what he did is he played a right back in Alistair Johnston as a right center back. But when they attacked down the right side, Johnston became a right back. So they overloaded that side. And what happened on that first goal is Johnston occupied Bellow. Honey Mukhtar dropped deeper into the midfield, pulled Sadich towards him. That opened up a gap that Daniel Lovitz, who's a left-sided player typically, but was playing as the right wing back, floated into, and the rotation was slow from there. Walks was slow to come out to him to close him down. Lovitz with a beautiful pass into Rios, who had a step on Franco. But it's the overload that Nashville created with their tactics, something they had not done before. And I'd be really curious to know if Gary Smith spotted this in Atlanta and, and spotted this in, in his preparation and said, I'm going to unveil it now, or if it's something he was working towards because Johnston has played that role for the Canadian national team. But it was a very tactical situation that opened things up, and it's something that Atlanta, playing three center backs, two wing backs, and one holding midfielder, will have to get tighter on the rotations to cover defensively. How confident are you with this break that we can get things right and really make a push to the playoffs? How confident are you? I am. I'm very confident. Um, I think this team is headed in the right direction, and I think this Nashville game isn't a setback. It's a little bit of a, a reality check, and, yeah, there's work to do. This, this isn't 100% there yet. They can be better. But the talent is there, and I think Pineda is the right man to lead this group. I think those comments in the post-game press conference, it's not by accident you know, that he comes out and takes away any criticism of the players, and he puts it on himself. He takes that. He talked about you know, having broad shoulders, being strong to handle those moments. He's going to do that so he can get the most out of these players and get them all pushing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think these couple of weeks are going to be big in building those relationships and then getting back into a home schedule. It's tough with Orlando because you don't know what the lineup's going to look like with those guys away on international duty. But it's an opportunity to build right now. A lot of togetherness with the group. All right, Big Hey, before we cut you loose, got about a minute left, uh, Jason. Uh, how did Manchester get Ronaldo back, man? It looked like he was going to, at first, maybe say Juventus, it was going to be Man City, and now he's back where it all began. This window has been so insane, and there's about another 24 hours to it. Um, I don't think Kylian Mbappe is going to move in this window, but I don't, I don't hold anything back right now. 
it looked like it was done for him to go to City. And right. there, there's been reports that Alex Ferguson reached out and talked to Cristiano Ronaldo. And some of his former Manchester United re- teammates reached out and said, look, you can't go to the Crosstown rival. If you, <laughs> if you have to leave Juventus, come back to Manchester United and we'll find a way to make it work. And they did. It makes Manchester United a contender, I, I think. I had them as fourth without another forward. Now I think they are a contender to potentially win the Premier League. It would have been like when Roger Clemens went to the Yankees, Carl, if you're a Red Sox fan. Yeah, it's huge, man. Maybe worse. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.